Oh, darn. So you missed the whole thing of that? Yeah. Oh, that would have been so good for our intro. We can try and fake it. Man. I got his phone number. That's good. <laughs> awesome. All right, Jordan, will you give us the countdown then when uh, you're ready? Hey, I got a question. We're supposed to be looking at something specifically. Because I'm like, hey. <laughs> yeah, don't look around the room. I would, I would look at the person who's talking okay. or into the camera. So one of those two, but great, great question there. I was just going to say, Landon's got the talk show host fit really well. He, he does. Just like go. Go. He's been watching a lot of Montel Williams. <laughs> Pretending to be relaxed and comfortable. So I'm not. <laughs> You're not the father. <laughs> That's the one I should have gone with Mari for sure. Yeah, like, dude. Uh, just get him a little gray. He looks just like it. <laughs> See, now I'm totally left out. I don't even know who this person is. Oh, That's man. <laughs> Dude. Dude you're that not, was the you're, you're literally only a year younger than me. I know that for a fact. Mari? Is that the Dude, name? Dude, you, you did not come home from school to immediately go and see the drama that was the You Are Not the Father series? No. Oh, my gosh. It was so good. You are the father. And this, you watch like some guys like when it's like you are not the father, they just like freak out like. I told you, it's like almost Jerry Springer status, man. Absolutely. Oh, it was so good. Anyways, guys, this is the Big Access Podcast, and this is the most people we have ever had on the Big Access Podcast. So uh, we're we're a little crammed. You guys might notice that the couch is gone, but uh, you know this is going to be really exciting. Um, we've got WireTech with us, who is one of our local dealers. Um, and from what I understand, Joe, you're really good at golf. I, I have been accused of that in the past. I am trying to get back into it now. But compared to the PDK competition, I am really good at golf. <laughs> <laughs> I would, uh, you know, if we were talking about me, that would be total truth. But, I mean, we even have, like, Dallin is really good at golf. Uh, Brad Baldwin, our VP of products, really good at golf. But you have taken a lot of money from them in the past. Yeah, um, good guys, also known as my ATM. <laughs> um, got the Venmo to prove it, yeah. and uh, not afraid to share that <laughs> if necessary. That is that is awesome. Um, I love that. Yeah, I am not good at golf. No. Golf, golf is very hard, but I, I gotta I have to share a funny golf story. So. We were at the IML golf tournament in Denver a couple weeks ago. Um, Cole, the inside sales guy, people that watch this know who he is, um, came golfing and wore shorts for the first time in about eight or nine years. <laughs> um, 90 degree day, oh, right? Uh, we were out for f- about, I mean, we, we started at 7.30 in the morning. We didn't get done until like 1.45. Cole couldn't walk because his sunburn was so bad. We had to stop at a Walgreens, of all places, to pick up aloe vera just so he could sleep at night because <laughs> he's in so much pain. Oh, <laughs> anyway. Dude, that is that's hilarious. Well, anyways, let's, let's actually go and dive into why we've got so many people in this room today. Um, we, today's episode of the Big Access Podcast is going to be really good because we're actually talking about starting an access control installation from the very inception to completion. So that is everything from prospecting to finding a new job 
to going out and selling that job, the responsibility that our RSDs have with uh, with putting together a job, uh, all the way through the installation process. So we've got WireTech here, who is uh, you guys are one of our platinum partners, uh, and you guys are just down the street, you know, not too far from us here. But thank you guys a ton for uh, coming and joining us today. Let's go ahead and start off with having you guys kind of give some introductions of who you guys are, what your responsibilities with WireTech are, and uh, yeah, then we'll go from there. So, Joe, we got to start with you. Yeah, uh, my name's Joe O'Keefe. I took over as GM of WireTech about three years ago, and um, been there ever since. Nice. <laughs> well, that's good. <laughs> nice. Landon? Landon. So, my name is Landon. I'm our Director of Sales and Pre-Construction Manager. The responsibilities on my part are really to bring in any good lead that I can find as a prospect, create those relationships with the developer, the general contractor, whoever that end user is going to end up being property management, uh, and then to figure out the best way to fill their need by really trying to keep the end goal in mind on what they're trying to accomplish with the property and approaching the, the opportunity in a sense of trying to be a problem solver. That's awesome. And we've got Cody. Uh, Cody Baptist. I'm the operations manager at WireTech. And basically what I do is take all of their ridiculous promises that they make, <laughs> sprinkle a little magic on it, and turn it into reality by the end of the project. Dude, that is awesome. <laughs> that is actually real. <laughs> that is that is 20 years of working with Cody. That is exactly what he does. So That is sweet. Uh, Cody, you actually used to work here at PDK? Yes, I did. Um, around 2015 for about three years. Yeah. Did production, support. Went to ISC, packed it up. You <laughs> sure did, did man. the whole thing, man. Yeah, that was awesome. Um, but but now you're you're now you're out there installing a bunch of PDK. So, Joe, why do you guys like PDK? Uh, we we love the host the hosted element of the system. I mean, it's 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 great part of our business that RMR. Um, you know, it's it's something that's brought a lot of value to our company. It's something that's um, provides a lot of uh, ease of use and accessibility for our customer. Uh, the anywhere, anytime, anyplace model uh, is is an easy sell for us. It's very convenient for our customer, very convenient for our service department as well. So um, it's it's a sexy system, you know. And when you're when you've seen other systems, uh, even um, uh, f large, robust systems, they're complicated and cumbersome, you know. PDK is very easy to use. It's very easy to understand. That's awesome. That is awesome. So, so now that you guys, you know, you guys are going full bore with PDK, you love it. At that point, now that you guys have that access control, you know, offering, you got to go out there and you got to find a job to actually install it on, right? And Landon, I'm sure that's where you really come into play, right? So, how do you go out prospecting to find new jobs that are out there to make sure that you guys are a able to stay in business and then b be able to provide some great solutions? Well, that's a good question. I'd say WireTech's been lucky to be able to cultivate really strong relationships mm -hmm. with developers, general contractors, and then just basically continue to follow the growth progression that they have and follow the business they have, which isn't possible without executing really well in the fulfillment side of things, the installation, because the return business, showing that value of what we bring to the table, it allows us to continue to develop that relationship beyond what it started at. So I would say a lot of that business and a lot of that 
prospecting is coming from those relationships that we create just yeah. by being in the industry in and of itself. Okay. That's awesome. So now talk to me a little bit about the process of, you know, you, you've got these relationships. What happens when, you know, somebody reaches out to you or you reach out to them and you find a, you know, a new build or a retrofit that is looking to have access control? What does that process look like from there? Well, the first step is always trying to understand what it is they're trying to accomplish with the property. Different properties have different needs. And so starting with asking what are we trying to accomplish allows us to build a roadmap that makes sense for the end user. And then getting their buy-in throughout the process. We don't go in and tell them this is what you have to have. We go in and ask them for their advice as we're giving ours as to what they're trying to accomplish again so that we can build that in a way that gets their buy-in through multiple revisions, making sure that we're putting together something that they even want. And then if you have to have another level of approval with that client, it turns that contact that you're using to do those revisions into your salesman. If they understand it, if they're invested in the design, they're going to go ahead and and push it with passion to the person above them to get that approval. Because sometimes you're not always talking to the person that can give you that absolute yes. So getting that investment from them helps us throughout that process. That's awesome. Another another thing on that too is, is going through this process of, of getting um, the customer's buy-in. What we've discovered is it's opened the door to so many other scopes as an integrator. You know, yeah. we may go oh, in absolutely. as a, as a it, a, an opportunity to, to sell and, and design video surveillance system that turns into a PDK system or it turns into a data system, um, structured cabling or, or whatnot. It, by really pushing on uh, or the customer uh, to assist in the design, we're, we're uncovering a ton of opportunities for us. That is cool. So when you have those opportunities uncovered and when you've got your sales guys out there working them, how do you guys utilize PDK's sales team to help out with that process like we've got marshall burton over here he's our regional sales director for the mountain west territory so he's your main point of contact how do you guys usually utilize marshall uh to to help out with these deals yeah i mean like i said every property has different needs and so having the knowledge base that marshall has and having access to him is something that we use often i mean marshall i'm calling you probably every other week to mm -hmm. discuss a new opportunity to walk through the variables of that property if it's a retrofit that always adds some complications compared to new construction but knowing that marshall's always there to answer the call and is willing to put in the time to help us figure out the right solution so that we can launch it correct the first time it helps our rapport with our client and it also creates a strong relationship with you guys so that's awesome marshall next question here is for you so what does that process usually look like on your end when you get the phone call from these guys how do you go about making sure that you're taking care of them kind of in the same way that he does to his end user i'm looking to do to him right so we're asking the same questions okay what are you trying to accomplish? Once we understand what we're trying to accomplish, then it's a, then it's a matter of, okay, let's sit down together and look at the system and design it in a way that's going to be most beneficial for Wiretech, right? Yeah. Which is also, you know, most beneficial for the end user. But the nice thing about the PDK system is we can look at a couple of different things that other systems can't. We can say, okay, is this a retrofit fit or is this a new construction? If it's new construction, does it make the most sense to have everything wired to a single location? If so, this is what I'm going to go with, right? Or if it's a retrofit, fit what does the current wiring diagram look like 
and maybe if there's controllers positioned at each and every door, okay, this is what I'm going to do to make sure that your costs stay down and help Wiretech make the most amount of margin that they can on a job, right? Yeah. So it's, it's kind of asking those questions. And one other thing I was just going to say in general about, you know, interacting specifically with Wiretech, for me, I get those calls from Landon or from Joe or whatever. The nice thing is, is we've done the things in the meantime to develop the relationship between PDK and Wiretech that they can rely on us and they know that we're going to be there, right? But the same goes the other way around. And, and if I need something or, you know, hey, have you guys had any experience with this or would you guys be willing to look at this, you know, beta testing, things like that. For us as a company, Wiretech's been the best of partners for us to be able to rely on that, too. So I think, you know, being available when they call to be able to make sure that we're there to help, to help take care of the needs that they have is great. But also developing a relationship in between that time to make sure that we all trust each other and know, okay, we can rely on each other is huge. That's great. So after you get all of the assistance from Marshall and, and you guys have the, the entire job scoped out, what you anticipate it's going to look like, and after you close the deal with the end user, what does the usual turnaround time uh, usually look like from the time of, hey, we've got, uh, we've got the deal closed to installation here? Well, if I'm doing my job right, I've got in on the early design phase. So typically you're not having a need to be on the site for many months. That allows us between pre-construction and fulfillment to be able to make sure that we're on the same page with the promises that have been delivered, the functionalities that the end user wants to see, and then also to coordinate appropriately to be able to deliver and execute in a way that makes us look good and gets that return business. That's great. Cody, we're moving to you, so slide that microphone over to you. Showtime. Yeah, it's showtime. <laughs> Time to wake up. Um, but you, you mentioned earlier that your job is to take everything that these sales guys overpromised and to make it actually work. Yeah. How often, uh, so I guess when you look at the scope of one of these jobs that you get, how, uh, you know, when you're looking at it, how often do you have to kind of say, okay, well, let's go ahead and. Uh, you know, this is going to work this way, or we need to make a few adjustments there. So, like Joe mentioned, 20 years working together, um, used to him overpromising a ton of stuff <laughs> and me having to figure out how to do it. So, I've kind of over the years had to change the way I think, and it's not so much about can this be done anymore, it's about how can I do it. Yeah. Uh, that's one of the reasons that I absolutely love ProDataKey, is there are so many options and so much flexibility that I can kind of manipulate it and adjust things here and there to make it do just about anything that I can imagine. Yeah. Um, so the first place I always start, like Landon will turn it over and I look for, okay, what are the obstacles here? What yeah. are the challenges to get to that end goal? And then kind of one by one, just knock them down dominoes and find the solution and move forward. That's awesome. And, and I mean, you, you, you brought up exactly where I was going with this was that PDK really is it's a simple installation, but yet it's robust enough to be able to do the, some things that you normally wouldn't think that an access control system is going to be able to accomplish. Uh, so, like, you can go ahead and tie in other different, uh, you know, different devices. You can add in additional relays to, to trip other types of doors, gates, aux devices, all sorts of different things like that. So, um, that helps out, I'm sure, a lot on your side, knowing that it's got you know, like the system events builder to be able to create all sorts of different rules using the relays on the boards and whatnot. But talk to me a little bit more about what the installation process looks like when you actually start the rollout and getting the system installed in a building. 
So for me, being you know part of that project management side of things as well, first place is I register a project, uh, make sure that you know Marshall and I are in communication. We are lined up. We know that we have all the hardware that we're going to need, and we have that all together and in place. Um, then and typically, you just pick up everything from uh, your local distributor. Yep. Yep. We so we get the registration. He sends it off to the distributor that I. Uh, say we're going to go with then they say hey i got this registration give me a parts list we give them the bill materials and all real seamless smooth easy to do Um, then you know if it's a new construction project kind of like landon said we're usually months out from rolling out yeah and then you know it's all pull cable get cable in before we're sheetrocking and painting and do all that stuff so then we're months out from that point to when they actually are able to install the hardware Um, so a lot of time for us and a lot of flexibility for us to plan uh, get our controllers in we can test we can pre-program a bunch of it if we're doing uh, networking and building our own network Um, if we're doing wireless we can you know set them up in the shop uh, bench test them make sure everything's good to go so i don't have a tech out there you know 4 30 on a friday 100 degrees sweating his butt off and furious at me yeah. because he's got a piece of hardware that has to be up before saturday and it's not working so uh, a lot of planning a lot of everything that we can do ahead of time we do so that our guys in the field you know that's another thing i love about pdk is you know everything's the same uh, it's really simple I can get on and look at anything that they can look at and we can work together through it without, you know, multiple trips back and forth. Uh, just, yeah, makes my life easier. That's cool. You brought up another thing that I think is really cool that a lot of installation partners should really be utilizing more frequently bench testing before actually going and taking it out there. Right. I mean, you can you can bench test everything, make sure that all the communication protocols are working great. And you can you can even pre-program the system. Do you guys pre-program as well? A lot of them. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So, so when you guys go out after you go ahead and you pre-program everything, you just have it all on your workbench. You have it good to go. You can set the system up right then and there. So then it's all just plug and play when you actually get out there. Exactly. It's minimal installation time. And so that way you're able to give your end user just a quick, as non-invasive of an install as possible. Right. So, and and how important would you guys say that a non-invasive install is to your end users? Uh, I I don't even have the words for how important (laughs) that can be, honestly. I mean, you know, that's, their being happy is what keeps us in business and what keeps them coming back to us. So the less of a hassle and the less invasive we are for them, the better it's going to be every single time yeah and one of the little benefits that maybe isn't always magnified or you know shine light on is it makes us look good like we know what we're doing Mm -hmm. there's nothing worse than being on a site with people watching over your shoulder and being like well this isn't working like yeah i know it's not working i'm trying to figure (laughs) out why it's not working but you just feel like you're under a microscope and you're an idiot and you can't do anything right. Well, at that point, they're starting to question, you know, why did I trust my, why did I trust these guys? Right? Exactly. Yeah. You don't want that. No, you want them to feel like you guys are the best solution out there. Right. We're the experts. We know what we're doing and we like to show that every time we can. Yeah. Awesome. So after we do the, Oh, did you have, yeah, both Landon's hit on, 
the key to our sales is the relationships that we have. Yeah. And you hit the right word with trust too. In order to maintain those relationships long-term from project to project to project that's brought to us, it really is um, trust. And and knowing that the turnover is going to be, the wiretech's dependable, wiretech's gonna get the job done, wiretech's gonna have the solution when there's a problem. And trust is everything for our sales team and for our, our install team. Well, that's awesome. Let's let's actually transition to that. Um, talking about trust, you know, obviously that's a big reason why you guys gain a lot of new business and why you maintain and keep that existing business. Um, but after you guys do an installation, after you you know after we sell it, after we get it installed, uh, you know, you, your guys' experience with that customer is not just over at that point. Right, gone are the days of just going out and finding a customer and doing a one-time install and then trying to find another one and just moving on. Right, this is a customer that you're actually developing a relationship with to be their solutions provider long term. Yeah, and this is one of the big benefits of PDK. You know that that you because you have an ongoing uh, monthly relationship. You know, in in AP and AR and in service and and you you've constant contact with with the end user at the end. One of the big benefits is that it gives you a reason to reach out to that customer, find out if there is more needs, uh, find out if if there is any issues, if they've had turnover uh, and need more training. And, and, and all this really <clears throat> benefits the integrator and benefits Wiretech because we find out more opportunities constantly. Mm-hmm. So um, you know, PDK has really allowed us a platform to build upon even after the project is completed. Yeah. Well, and you're talking about, you know, it's, it's a benefit for you guys, but I also think that it's a benefit for your end user as well. Yeah. Yeah. They, um, we do find out that sometimes they, because it is so convenient and it is so easy, they, they get trained and then they forget. Yeah. And, and so that ends up being a Cody issue there and, and he's uh, training or, or servicing systems. But, um, yeah, it, it, it is a huge benefit for them. The system is so, um, easy, uh, to navigate through, to program, to change, to uh, add and subtract users, that uh, it is a, a massive benefit to the end user. How often would you say that you, uh, after the system is installed, what would you say the process of that relationship looks like afterwards? And so, you know, continuing that trust. So we do so much new construction that it kind of starts with introducing ourselves. Yeah. Because we're not always working for the end user. Um, Meaning if we're working for a developer and they bring in a project management team or they have their own in-house, it's almost once the project's turned over, it's almost a brand new introduction. It's it's starting fresh from there. So there's this whole another layer of building that trust and building that relationship that has to happen from the construction team, from the pre-construction team through the construction process and now into the project or property management side of things. So um, there's that. And that's where the training takes place. That's where the introduction to PDK to the actual um, team members that will be using it on the customer side. Yeah. So. And Cody, do you usually do the uh, the training for the customers? Uh, no, actually, our our lead field tech, uh, Alex Farron or Adam, usually do those installs and do the training after. Um, again, it's an easy system. So yeah. Like. It's really easy, just basically a conversation of this is what you want to do. Here's how you do it. Uh, and then a big part of that is, you know, making sure they have our contact information and any questions, like I'm happy to go over it over the phone. I know the system inside and out. I can, you know, I don't have to pull up the app. I don't have to pull it up on my screen because I know 
what they're going to do and how the steps and the terms and everything like that. Yeah. Um, so it makes it really quick and easy. Um, you know, in building that trust with the property management group, uh, we have a great team of people on our side, you know, that are reliable, that answer their phones, texts, emails, you know, respond. And, you know, it's not like sending off a pigeon and hoping that it got to the destination <laughs> and, you know, you're going to get one back. Uh, yes. So I think that's kind of the key for us. Yeah. And uh, Landon, this one's coming to you. I'm going to pass that microphone over to Landon. Uh, so after all of this is going done and finished up and you've got this relationship and each one of your sales guys has got this contact now, how often do you find that your sales guys might get a call for some other type of service that you guys offer? You know, not just out, not just access control, but Hey, you know what we need, you know, maybe it is, we need additional doors installed, or maybe we need a, some extra cable run. How often do you guys find that because of the relationships that you've been able to build, that and the trust that you've been able to build that these guys want to trust you with more than just access control um more often than not if they can have one point of contact that can service their needs that has a proven or a proven track record of doing so they're going to do everything they can to try to help get us in a place where we can continue to service them yeah so i mean i would say at least once a year you're getting a call from a client that needs help in some way that can easily lead to something more yeah that's pretty awesome. I mean, when you think about that, you're not just getting repeat business on the access control side of things and the recurring revenue side of things and the subscriptions. You're getting a, an actual customer that is wanting you to help provide all of their IT and security needs there. Yeah, it really, Wiretech really, we really do try to be one hand to shake and, and one throat to choke Yeah, with everything low voltage. Um, that's awesome. And, that's, and that really opens a lot of doors. And like Landon said, when a general contractor, developer, <clears throat> you know, customer, end user, whatever label you give your, your company gives them, um, when they have one point of contact instead of four or five, or who, it, it, you know, who's doing this? Who do we need to reach out to? When it's for us, it's just wire tech, yeah. everything low voltage, and from fire to, to access, and uh, it's it's a huge benefit. Sounds like you guys do it right. That's what I'm getting out of this whole conversation. We'd like to believe so, yes. <laughs> yeah, I, I think Marshall uh, thinks you guys do it right as well. He, he brags about you guys a lot. Um, anyways, so, guys, I think this has been a fantastic episode. Uh, I think this has been something that has been a lot of fun to learn a little bit more about what you guys do and, and how you guys really start uh, looking for access control jobs, getting them installed, and uh, and then managing them afterwards. And hopefully this is a, a very good educational episode for all of our listeners and viewers out there. So, guys, I want to personally thank you guys a ton for taking the uh, time to, out of your busy schedules to come down here and to talk with us and uh, really be able to share your insights with everybody else out there. Um, anyways, guys, that is all of the time that we've got on this week's episode of the Big Access Podcast. If you have not already done so, be sure to subscribe. Give it a five-star rating and let us know of any topics that you guys are wanting to learn about. But uh, that's it for this week. Thank you guys so much for watching. We'll see you next week. And we're out. Sweet. Guys, that was awesome. That was awesome. Thanks, guys. Oh, my leg is so bad. <laughs> that was a mistake.